Welcome to episode 140 of Junk Filter. My name is Jesse Hawken, and my returning guest is Sean Armstrong, a veteran boom operator who worked on Star Trek Discovery and Hannibal. Sean, welcome to Junk Filter. Thank you for having me back, Jesse. Always glad to be here. This is the fourth episode in Junk Filter's summer sidebar series on the influential NBC crime drama Miami Vice. On this episode, we're going to discuss how Miami Vice changed the city of Miami itself and how Miami Vice itself changed over the course of its five-year run. And I think the show's aspirational portrayal of the glamorous life eventually gave way to the emptiness that was at the core of the subject matter. And we've chosen a cross-section of episodes from the run of the series to illustrate this. And, and I think it goes back to the core principle of, of the idea of that you have these cops who get to live the life of high-line drug dealers who have fancy cars and the latest clothes and design, you know, live in these gorgeous homes and everything. And um, But it's all a facade. It's all fake and hollow. And that's right from the get-go. And it just sort of corrodes slowly. And well, it kind of starts corroding right from the jump, but it, it, it eventually sort of shifted from an intentional corrosion to sort of I think the just the natural progression of being a network TV show. I want to talk about one of the most spectacular examples of the influence Miami Vice had on culture. And, and to begin this section, I'd like to read an excerpt from a great piece about Miami Vice from the Miami Herald's TV critic, at the time, whose name was Steve Sonsky. He wrote an article when Miami Vice was wrapping up the final season in 1990. He wrote, Miami Vice reinvented Miami in the eyes of the world. That was not surprising. TV does that. What was unusual was how Miami then bought into the vision, how a city reinvented itself in the stylized, glamorous image that a TV show had of it. One of those really kind of fascinating things where it did flip everything on its head. Um, and Miami, in a lot of ways, became how it was presented and became a place people like at first, my understanding was that that the the city fathers and like the you know Chamber of Commerce and the mayor and everything were not happy about Scarface being produced shot there and kind of ran them out of town. And with Miami Vice, I think they probably made some sort of a tacit agreements about we're not going to depict certain things in a particular way. And uh it became a complete boon and it made it a major tourist destination. That's the first city people think of. If you said, where are you going to go in Florida? That's the first place everybody thinks. One thing that's cool about Miami Vice is that it basically compressed the city into a TV version of itself. So you know, like there are chase scenes in Miami Vice that if this was really in Miami, it would take an hour to get from point A to point B. But on the show, they get there in minutes. Uh, right. Because my man wanted to basically emphasize what he wanted to talk about, about Miami, the modernism, the art deco and the pastels. And in a way, he kind of rebuilt the city around that idea of Miami. And then Miami took that and then rebuilt its own ideas about itself, too. Like South Beach, for instance, looks like a more vibrant version of what they were depicting on Miami Vice. They responded to the things that the show spotted and and then they rehabbed it and went back to that original look. It was like they lost their sense of their own identity and it took a television show for them to recreate it. And as a result, Miami became a popular tourist attraction and a popular filming location. All the, the creatives that worked on Miami Vice and all the film workers 
created basically a production hub in Miami that still exists today. 